presented by Climate Power. Hey, good morning. It's Playbook co-author Eugene Daniels. It's Wednesday, August 16th. Here's what's driving the day today. An exclusive interview by our boy Burgess over on the Congress team with Kirsten Cinema. The Arizona Independent talks to him about Biden's border policy. She takes on Schumer, Jeffries, and the White House overall. Spoiler alert, she's not happy. So you guys will want to check that one out. And also Mark Meadows, the former White House chief of staff for Donald Trump, who was indicted on Monday in Fulton County, has filed to move the case brought against him into federal court. And the filing Meadows' lawyer said, nothing Mr. Meadows is alleged in the indictment to have done is criminal per se. Arranging Oval Office meetings, contacting state officials on the president's behalf, visiting a state government building, and setting up a phone call for the president. One would expect a chief of staff to the president of the United States to do these sorts of things. And also today, we take a look at how Biden world continues to stay very quiet about the indictments of Donald Trump and his cohort, especially as you have Democrats continuing to whisper behind the scenes that they might want to hear from the president, if not the president, his team at some point on these, especially because it is a political punch they can use against the likely Republican presidential nominee. Joining me now to discuss this constantly evolving situation is our White House Bureau Chief, our man, Jonathan Lemire. Jonathan, good morning, sir. Great talk to you, Jay. Yeah, thanks for coming. So I want to start with this kind of concept that, first of all, talk to me a little bit about how Donald Trump, a guy who you also used to cover, has kind of hit the lottery when it comes to this politically. At least so far, Trump has. Uh, he has taken next to no criticism from his Republican rivals about these indictments. And you'd think that a candidate for the president of the United States facing a series of trial dates, the first former president ever to be charged with a crime in the history of the United States, you'd think that would be a political vulnerability. But right now, Trump has such a grip on the Republican Party. And even those who are trying to unseat him, who are trying to be the nominee next year instead of him, are reluctant to attack him for fear of alienating his voters. So that's number one. And number two, to your point, Joe Biden as a candidate and since being in office has said, look, there needs to be a bright line between the White House and the Department of Justice, suggesting that the when Trump was president, that was not the case. And he has said that he will not interfere or even comment upon active investigations. And he's given strict orders, as we broke the news some time ago, strict orders to White House staff, to the campaign, to the DNC to do the same. So at least for the moment, though Trump is certainly in legal peril, he's not taking any political slings and arrows because of these indictments, at least not yet. But Eugene, as you all know, some Democrats think that the White House, or at least the team around Biden, We'll need to change tactics if we go barreling into a general election that's a rematch of, of 2020. Exactly. And, you know, that's that's the thing. One, you're always going to be able to find some Democrats who are upset or irritated with how the <laughs> this White House is operating. But that is something that I'm hearing. I'm sure you're hearing. And the question is, do you think that at some point they're going to have to to change that? My sense is that this is is at this point a campaign who one person told me the voters know what 
Joe Biden stands for. This was someone who worked on the 2020 campaign, that the voters know what Joe Biden stands for when it comes to the kind of underlying issues that are in, um, that are being litigated or will be litigated um, in these indictments, right? The the rule of law, um, defending democracy, overturning the will of the American voter. Like voters aren't, voters know what he means by that. So does it seem like, hey, for them, they're like the underlying issues we need, and we don't need to say the word indictment. Yeah, it's really not going to escape many voters' attention that this is happening. I do think that, though, the Democrats in the reelection campaign thought that some of the work would be done for them by Republicans. They thought this would be sort of legislated in public view during the primaries, at least so far. That hasn't happened. But you are right that they feel like most American voters know where Joe Biden stands on threats to democracy. That said, there are Democrats who believe, hey, their approach right now is fine. But if 2024 comes around and Trump is the nominee and polls show a tight race, the team around the president might need to change tactics. Yeah. You know, some of this is complicated by the fact that, you know, when you talk about investigations by special counsels, there are two investigations by special counsels into two people named Biden, right? So you have um, President Biden's own issues with classified documents, first of all, and then also his son, just this last week, a special counsel in that case, in, in, in his his cases and his legal woes. So does that make it more complicated for the Biden folks to hit Donald Trump if and when they feel like they actually have to utter the word indictment when they're hitting him? It absolutely does. Uh, you're right. I mean, there's an expectation that no charges will come from the Joe Biden classified documents case, but but we don't know that for sure. But the, it's the Hunter Biden that's the real story here. And look, some of these are bad faith arguments. Hunter Biden, it is you know lesser charges. It's tax crimes. It's a, it's a gun charge. Hunter Biden is not running for office. Hunter Biden does not work in the White House. But the presence of a special counsel after Hunter Biden's plea deal fell apart, it allows the Republicans to play a fairly effective game of what about is clearly at minimum, even if the special counsel doesn't broaden the investigation into Hunter Biden, at minimum, it looks like there'll be a trial now. So therefore, that trial will happen and be a distraction against the campaign. And it's certainly possible that they'll investigate new charges and the probe will get bigger. And again, it's by no means an apples to apples comparison here, but it will make it harder for the president and the people around him to point to Trump's legal issues when the president's son is ensnared of some of his own. Yeah, this is politics, apple apples nowadays. It doesn't matter as much as it it used to. The comparisons don't matter. Um, Thank you, sir, very much um, for joining and get back to that that TV morning show that you got. I will do that. Great to talk to you. Let's do it again soon. (laughs) Thank you. And for your schedule today, the House and the Senate are out and President Biden will deliver remarks on the anniversary of the Inflation Reduction Act, one of his key pieces of legislation. I'm Eugene Daniels. Thanks for listening. In just one year, President Biden's clean energy plan has created over 170,600 new good paying clean energy jobs at battery manufacturing plants, electric vehicle facilities, wind, and solar developments, with more jobs announced every day. Thanks to Biden's clean energy plan, our economy is booming, costs are coming down, and we are reducing harmful pollution, all made possible by President Biden's clean energy plan that invests in America.